Welcome to the Shift Starter Daily, where every day my goal is to give you a nugget of information to help you get Shift started. Let's get into it. Happy Monday to you. Welcome back to a week. We are uh, we're gonna have a good one this week. This is this is the first week of full pads for my football team. Uh, it's the first week of of us kind of diving in to prepare for a scrimmage for a team. Not that it's of any precedence to you, but it's you know it's interesting. Uh, that's not like today's conversation though. Today's conversation has to do with what happened yesterday. Uh, my son. 14-year-old son, Torian, I'm sure you know, if I've spoken about him many times, he and my daughter, the twins, went out to Junior Olympics in Eugene, Oregon. We talked a little bit about that last week. And so they went out to the hurdles, the 100-meter hurdles, the 200-meter hurdles. Neither of them made it through to the finals for 200-meter hurdles, but they both made it through from the finals to the sorry, the, yeah, the prelims, sorry, to the semifinals. And while Tatum didn't make it through to the finals finals, the top eight, our son Torian made it through for the finals to the 100-meter hurdles for the 13-14 age group. So he went out there, he did his thing. He, he was the eighth seat. He took the eighth spot, and he's officially an All-American as a hurdler. It's cool. It's something to celebrate. You know, it's like it's fun to be able to go and say my son's an All-American. I was never an All-American, especially at 13 years old. You know, like I didn't even I didn't get to compete in sports until I was 14. I wasn't even allowed to even do anything in that manner. So it's kind of it's kind of fun to watch him go out and excel. It's crazy because he's the one of all the kids who for track kind of doesn't really it doesn't bother him. He doesn't care too much. Uh, whereas my daughter, my oldest son, tracks their thing. But that's not today's conversation. While it is a moment to go celebrate him um, because a job well done. Here's the interesting thing that took place with him. He himself didn't really celebrate. He himself, uh, he kind of got in trouble, I'm going to say. I don't know if trouble is the right word, but he's up on the podium, one of the top eight in the country for for his age, quite literally the top eight in the country. And he's yawning, messing around, making faces. It goes back to his same old thing of not being good with tension-filled moments and focus on him and attention. But for him, like he gets to that moment, he's yawning. Like he kind of, you could tell he doesn't really care. And it's not that he's mad he took eighth place. Like he just doesn't, doesn't bother him. But I also don't think he knows how to celebrate, how to, to give people a moment. Because the thing that bothered us, the reason he got in trouble, like a week drove our RV eight hours. We slept in a parking lot. The night before his race, I gave him our bed, my bed. Uh, I slept on this, uh, this small little rinky-dink couch where I, I don't know, I didn't sleep on the main mattress, so he could get a good night rest to go and do his race. That'd be the best he could, and he does it, and he doesn't care. And not only that, when he does get his a spot, doesn't celebrate. And I go, you're robbing the rest of the family, the rest of your loved ones, the rest of your teammates at a moment to celebrate. Like you're you're robbing people of that. And not only that, it's kind of disrespectful and rude when. You don't at least, you know, acknowledge people and say, thank you for supporting me in this. And kind of like, it's just this thing and you walk off and I go, you know, you always do this. Whenever the limelight's on you, you don't know how to handle the tension of it. So you kind of dispel it and you want to, uh, you know, make it easier. So I, I, I kind of say like, it's like, it's like a pressure valve release. You, you make fun, do jokes, don't make it too serious. Right. And I go, so you actually, in fact, don't like the limelight. And I said, it's fine if you don't, 
But the problem with that is it's, it's a thing where when somebody doesn't like the focus on them, they will not do what's necessary to bring the focus on them. And where's this coming to? What, what am I talking about, Anthony? What are you talking about? If I am an individual who wants to, say, play the game of football, football's an interesting monster because you want the camera on you. You want the big play. You want the ball at the end of the game. You want to, you want to be the one. And if, if you aren't a fan of that moment, you will not work hard, fight hard, prepare hard. You won't do all the things necessary to earn that moment. Before games, I used to picture myself making the play, making the tackle, crowd going wild, standing there with my hands up, looking at, yeah, you know, getting the, your teammates smacking your helmet. Like, I wanted that. Doesn't mean I was wanting to be better than you, but I wanted that moment. I wanted that limelight. I wanted that attention. Not like an attention, you know, issue is not a problem there. It's just what, what that game requires. And why does it require that? Well, it requires that because, because for you to go out and make the play necessary, you have to want that moment. But here's the problem. Here's where most people struggle. That's success. And if you don't like success, if you don't thrive and, and fight to have success, then you have a fear of success. And what that fear will do is it'll push you away from actually having success. For a lot of people, they'll live an entire lifetime and wonder, why don't I succeed? It's because, well, when you do succeed, you don't know how to celebrate. You don't celebrate well. You you kind of skirt it and you just, you know, d d dissipate the energy around you by making jokes or playing it off or you walk out without even acknowledging you did well. And what happens is your brain and subconscious goes, this is not a special moment. Therefore, we don't care about this moment. We're not going to work hard for this moment. And you won't. You won't work hard in the weight room. You won't work hard at work. You won't work hard in the meetings. You won't read the things you're supposed to read. You won't do the things necessary to push yourself to the level that will give you that moment. If you don't like fight for that moment, aspire for that moment, that moment doesn't come accidentally. It's crazy because I look at him and go, you're number eight in the country and you kind of don't care. Imagine if you cared, right? Imagine if you tried. Imagine if as opposed to you, ah, it's no big deal. Like I'll just go run my race. We're like, I'm going to be the fastest in the nation. I want to stand in that podium. I want to be first place. If that, if that was your energy training preparation wise, you'd be there. So same question to you. If you actually flip the script from a mentality of like, I don't know how to, to celebrate. If you just said, I can't wait for the moment and you can picture the moment of success. I get the promotion. I get the job. I get the girl. I get the body. I win the award. If you picture that moment and you like you start seeding for that moment, what will that change in the actions that you take each day? Well, what will it change in the habits that you have? How will your life literally change? Because that's how it changes. It's the energy before the actions. I don't want you to dream. I want you to do. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Aw Shift Podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and smash that subscribe. To get a free resource on how to own your shift right now, visit ownyourshift.net. You find a solution to become the greatest. We can't wait to have you on the next episode. Until then, go make shift happen.